I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to the Average Sports Club. I'm OJ Borch. And I'm Gethin Jones. And this is the podcast that says get bent to George McLeod, the Highlander. And here's the can be only one. Do one, pal, with your Fabio hair. <laughs> yeah. You, you got so excited about that. You didn't even realise that yeah. you read your name out wrong. Oh, no. <laughs> Sorry, yes. I am Gethin Jones and I'm OJ Borch. <laughs> You get the point. Welcome to the Average Sports Club. We've got the Average Hall of Shame. We've got the Niche Sport of the Week all coming up on the show today. Uh, Right, OG, how's your Average Sport Week been? Mate, I'm a bit injured. Uh, That's usually me saying that. Yeah, no, I'm a bit injured. Uh, I don't know. I've got a little cough. I've got like a tickly throat (laughs) and it's really annoying me. (laughs) That's not an injury. No, it feels like an injury though. Um, But I have been back in the gym and I'm very excited to be back in the gym. Um, The thing I need to ask you about being back in the gym though is nutrition. It took me a long time to learn the phrase, and this is the phrase, you can't out-train a bad diet. Oh, but then they say, oh, yeah, that's true, actually. You can't they do say it. 20% of it's training, 80% of it is nutrition. I love eating. I love eating, Geth. You eat as well. You know, like if the kids don't finish their dinner, you eat it. Am I being working class that I hate throwing food in the bin? I like to see a clean How plate. How much bread do you make? Or I make a lot of bread. So much bread. If you, eat a, if you make a loaf of bread, you eat a loaf yeah, of bread. So I'm trying to be more nutritiously conscious of what I eat. So how do you, when, when you're training, because you look good most of the time, man, vanity pump or otherwise, what do you do? How do you, how do you control your eating? Oh, I used to be good. And now I'll tell you a quick story. Greg Foote. Do you know Greg Foote? Is I, I, bread? Do you know, Greg Foote, he and I, we did a pilot for BBC America years ago. No I, one, when you tell these stories, no one cares. It was back in the day. It's probably streamed. It didn't like, get. It didn't it's get irrelevant commi- to this story. Isn't it didn't it? get commissioned. Go, right, go on. Is that it? Yeah, that's it. You know Greg Foot because you did something with him that didn't get commissioned. Yeah, how is that ago. helping this story? Because back in the day, he wasn't ripped. There you go. <laughs> okay, fine. Do you know what he did? He's done exactly that. So he's really into high rocks. I don't know if I mentioned I've done a few high rocks, but he's done a few more. And he's like a national champion. He's been on the podium a few times. He's not coming on this like, podcast now. Now he's a national champion. He's out. By the oh, way, yeah, he, he is not getting booked. Now he can't come. He'd be pleased about that because he's done really well. So he won uh, He won a, a High Rocks and uh, he just did that. He focused completely on living like an athlete. You know, he's obviously got a job. He makes out he's busy. I think he does it once a week. It's like us saying this is our full-time job. Can't really claim it. No, not yet. Because we're doing this at 3.30 a.m. because of your schedule. <laughs> um, um, anyway, but he's he's done it and then he got first. So he reckons there is a difference. Um, oh, difference. mate. Fueling bodies, true. I don't do it enough. 
I'm really good in the week. I don't have any rules at the weekend. Just let let it off the hook. Drinking's the big thing. Yeah, like it, like because drink. Are you still drinking? Oh mate, I like. I always think I'm going to give up drinking. Then I get to a Friday and it's like I can't I take can't life really. anymore. Watch. Also, this. your attitude stinks because I walked in <laughs> earlier. First thing I said to you was, "What are you doing between now and your show later?" And you said, "I'm going to the gym." And I said, "Do you fancy food?" And you went, "Yeah." <laughs> Ow! Well, you didn't, you didn't even think about no, it. Like, like what, have you even bought your kit? It's in my bag. It's in my bag. Talking off my bag. Now, I nipped into the gym on the way over here, not to go in, but to get something. Because back in the day when you would go to the gym, you know, if you were going to get a supplement, it was a Lucozade at best. Yeah. It was Luke's in a fag. <laughs> I'm only having half. I'm only having half because I'm in training. Um, or it was, as cliche as it sounds, it was, when I played rugby, it was slices of orange. Yeah. That's what you get. And then after rugby, it was how many pints and a yard of ale. Yeah. Splash it in your face. Maybe some pizza and one yeah. of those really dodgy chilies. Yeah. They or, made for like 80 people. Or cold chips was the other one. Yeah. They were but, good though. But nowadays, there are so many different, there are supplements you can have. Yeah. There is high protein. Mm-hmm. There's low protein. There's low carb. There's full carb. There's stuff that blows my mind. Oh God, have you tried something new? Yes. Oh, don't tell me. So I, so Did I you am. Have an accident? How, no. Well, very close to it. So I am. How would you describe my personality, my general demeanour? Over the top. Never listens. No uh, attention. Massive attention deficit disorder. Sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> so one of those things. So anyway, I was at the gym and I'd forgotten to take my water bottle. And the only and there was three. There's three machines you can tap on and get something out of. Lucas Air machine wasn't working. The water machine not working. The only thing I could get was this. C4, the explosive energy drink. Zero sugar. Yeah. What's it say at the top? It says frozen bombsicle. <laughs> what? So that, that is the flavour, is frozen bombsicle. wrong. Should we open it? Do you want to taste it? Yeah, Do you want to go- taste the frozen bombsicle? Yeah, so on. I drank it, and I spent about five minutes thinking I could rip the planet in half, and then I spent the rest of the afternoon shaking <laughs> like I was in rehab, okay? How much, how much was that? It was three pounds. <laughs> By the way, I had a Burger King bad diet. I had no other choice coming back from Cardiff through the day. Guess how much a Royale is these days? No idea. Six pound ninety. With what? With cheese? Mm-mm. How does the frozen bombsicle taste? Holy exactly. God. That's the B vitamins. Apparently, it's high caffeine, energy to achieve. Um, I mean, for for <sighs> for full for full disclosure, we're recording this quite late, and you've got to be up for morning live in the morning. I'm, I'm tempted to try. I'm trying to get you to drink all of this through. to see what. <laughs> I'm going. I'm going back to the 90s. So yeah. So Is the hacienda still open? So in your mind, in your mind, Sankey soap. I'm in. I can imagine straight from Sankey soap to being on the sofa. Hello and welcome to Morning Life. <laughs> this show will be approximately 12 minutes long because you're going to do I've all of it again. I can't help it. It's addictive. So what do you think a frozen bombsicle is? What's a bombsicle when it comes to flavour? I don't know. Do you know? Absolutely no idea. Oh, that is. It's got a lot of zeros on it. Yeah. So what happened to you? I drank it and then and then shook for ages. But I was thinking, we need some sort of celebrity product tie-up for this show. <laughs> this is what I was thinking, okay? I'm not sure we're giving it a good um, yeah. How, how, how many How many celebrity endorsements do you have so far? Uh, two. Two. You've got one, which is your, your Welsh family. I don't like to talk how about How are they? they well, how are the kids? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I've got three kids and a dog. <laughs> I saw my on-screen uh, child in Merthyr Tidwell last week. She usually ignores me. Really? Yeah, it's unless she's getting paid, she doesn't. It's like a real child then. Sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, of course, you do some other outdoorsy stuff. So but I... what happened after you drank this then? You just, oh, like, I, I drank it and then, and then I wrote an entire advert for yeah. us and Frozen Bombsicle. Okay. So I was thinking... Oh, have you? Yes, I've written an advert, so All I'm going right. to give it you in bits, if mm-hmm. that's okay. This Ooh. is going to be a celebrity tie-up. Is this like a scene from, uh, what's that film with Keira Knightley and he's outside at Christmas? Is it Love Actually? Yeah. yeah I'm yeah. in that, by the way. Uh, I've not seen it. I'm in Love Actually. Are you? Yeah. What's your role in it? Um, I'm like a name. At the airport, 
when they all come back, you should see Gethin Jones in the background because my friend was the art director. So you, so you put Gethin Jones on You it? have to pause it a certain amount. I think on Sky Plus now, it doesn't pause quick enough. So <laughs> you have to watch it on VHS to see me. <laughs> That's like that film. Have you ever seen the film, uh, not Fatal Attraction, what's the one where you have to pause it where she's on crossing legs? Uh, basically. Basically. Yeah. Yeah, I've never done that. Okay, so. Um, <laughs> okay, okay, so here my we go. knee's shaking. From the Frozen Bombsicle. I've had two sips. So here we go. Okay. This, this is celebrity endorsement. Um, music, please. Hi, I'm Gethin Clifford-Jones. And where I come from, the bombsicle is not just a thing, but a way of life. As a, as a third-generation bombsicle farmer, we select only the freshest bombsicles, handpicked from the Welsh hillside, where they are infused with virgin mountain meltwater and then delivered to you full of all the goodness only a bombsicle can give. Here we go. Here's the next one. <laughs> Any, any bombsicle that comes with my seal of approval, a free-range and certified fair trade. Tom Jones may be a sex bomb, but I'm a sex bombsicle. And here's the big one. This is where we're going to nail down the celebrity endorsement. Here we go. If you want me in you, drink Gethin Jones Bombsicle. Gethin Jones Bombsicle. Available in all good imaginary retailers. It's the celebrity endorsement we need. Oh, hey, cheers. Cheers, man. Bottoms up. Listen, whilst we absolutely shake our way through this episode, good luck, everybody. I feel weird. Don't forget to get in touch. <laughs> well, it got tingly fingers. Hello at averagesportsclub.com, sports uh, club pod on socials. And coming up after this short break, we'll be opening up the average mailbag to read out your entries in the average hall of shame and the niche sport of the week. And apparently it's a bit different. It is a little bit different, different this week. Yes, the niche sport of the week. Do you want some more bombsicles? Shall I pour yeah. it in your tea? Here you go. Have some more. <laughs> Ooh, there you go. Oh. No, don't put that in my... That's disgusting. What's that? Have a sip. I'll down it. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome back. Just oh, so you know, oh, we've been on the bombsicle. Oh, God. I'm having a bombsicle come down. It's heavy. 
Oh, when the bomb school leaves your system. There's nothing in it. There's nothing. <laughs> zero, 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 and then like 400 something or something that like we don't know what it is. It's no. It's a weird effect. No, God. If I, I tell you, if I go through one of those metal scanners going into a sports stadium, I'm going to set it off. It would flash much, it off. With that much bomb We need to focus, me. though, because we've got some wonderful entries for the average hall of shame this week. Yeah. And thank you so much to all of these that you're sending in now. We love them. Please do send as many of them in. We love to welcome you. And that's the point of this podcast. The whole point is about celebrating the fact that not all of us can be winners. In fact, in this room, none of us <laughs> can be winners unless we have more bombsicle. Go on in, OJ. Give us Catherine. Well, this is Catherine with a C and an R-Y-N. And I've been told it's a little bit graphic. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Hi, boys. I thought I'd share my 10K shame with you. I'm really not the running type, but a few years back, I thought I'd challenge myself by signing up for a 10K run. Now, as somebody who has spent a long time with only one shin, I can say that's possibly quite quite dangerous. I downloaded the Couch to 10K app and over a few weeks worked my way up to being able to complete a 10K without stopping. I wasn't interested in times. I just wanted to finish. You know, the, the I joy just, of running. That's brilliant, Catherine. Brilliant. I managed to get three completed practice 10Ks under my belt ahead of the big day. I was feeling good. However, in the week leading up to the event, I was plagued by the onset of piles. I was not expecting that. Nope. I've had them before, but these ones were sent by the devil himself. And I was in agony, <laughs> even lying in bed. Creams and ibuprofen weren't enough to soothe my aching anus. <laughs> By the morning of the run, I was still in agony, but had the urge to use the toilet for number two. As I passed my morning stool, I felt a sharp pain followed by instant relief. My hemorrhoid had burst and filled the bowl with blood oh, and a large clot. No. It, is this? We she have to put a warning graphic. on. Why would... The it feels like you've made this up. I, I'm reading what's in front of me. Thank you, Catherine. Uh, the relief was immediate. I was agony-free and feeling brave, so I padded my gym shorts with a panty liner and turned up to the start line in time. Everything was going well. That's the sort of cliffhanger we need. I was making decent time and the amazing crowd cheering us on as we went. About 5K and I noticed the crowd's reaction shift as I approached each onlooker, their faces turned from encouraging to disturbed. <laughs> I looked down and my legs were streaked with bright red blood. Clearly the liner had been saturated. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I continued for a few more minutes, then ducked out and got a taxi home to shower off my shame. I mean, you're going to get marked down by Uber for that. I've never done a 10K since, and I don't think I ever will again. Open brackets, reactor story, close brackets. Geth. <laughs> <laughs> so let's start with a question, Geth. Ever had piles? I don't want to talk about my... Have any of them ever burst on the night before a big this event? This is not where this question's going. The, the, the... That... <laughs> I think that one ends without any reaction. It's it's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it's the reaction shift. I approaching on the face of turn. Yeah, down on my legs were streaked with bright red blood. Clearly, yeah. the liner had been saturated. The, I mean, we remember Paula Ratcliffe. Well, I don't we? Yeah, and you've done a Paula Radcliffe. I've done it. I've, I've, I've had a touch of the Radcliffe's in Tampa, and you've talked about it on this podcast. Yeah, Catherine has gone to another level. Mm. Let's take the positives here. Okay, the positives are she went, she did it, she got involved, even though what had happened happened. She got involved, determined, determined. Never, she got to five k, so she did a five k. She mm -hmm. was making great time. Yeah, and then if we if we sort of block out the next hour or so, she was back at home. Yeah. And 
She's definitely make it into the average Hall of Shame. Oh, she—I've received, you know. Just for the honesty, absolutely. Wow. In fact, I almost feel like when we do finally get merch done, my piles have burst. It's probably quite a good subject for a T-shirt as a slogan. Never gonna happen. No. Um, yeah. What have you got? Well, I'm just thinking, how would you top that? But actually, this is not bad when you've got a former Man United player. Oh, this what? is Ben Thornley. Hang on. How has Ben Thornley been involved in the average Hall of Shame? I don't know. He's been listening. He's a really good player, Ben Thornley. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like Giggsy and Beckham and he's all that. He's not injured, average. He, he is in... not average. He's not average. But this is quite an average story. I was warming Peter Schmeichel up down at the old Dell Southampton's ground, and. I got myself into a really good rhythm. It's nervous anyway, warming him up because of how demanding he was. Uh, it was actually going quite well and he was sort of paying me compliments, which is always good. And he always used to finish off with half volleys from the edge of the box. And again, got myself into a good rhythm. You know, he throws the ball back to me. I catch it, my head goes down and I just half volley straight back into his gloves. Again, going really well. What I didn't realise was he threw the ball back to me towards the end of it and he said, hold it there. And my head had already gone down and I'd not heard him because the crowd was building. And out of the blue, I just half volleyed one and smacked him straight in the bugle. <laughs> he went absolutely ballistic because he told me to wait there and I hadn't heard him and I just carried on and I wellied one half volleyed straight in his kite um, and he didn't help that the end result was with that infamous 6-3 uh, where we lost to them, lost to Fenerbahce in midweek and then lost 5-0 at Newcastle back in 1996 so as much as I look back now and I'll laugh and people laugh when I tell it, trust me, when you've got a big six foot five Dane chasing you the full length of the Dell because the changing rooms <laughs> were at the other end of the pitch, uh, it isn't. <laughs> I do get on well with Peter, by the way. Oh, that's... <laughs> what an ending. Yeah. But yeah, I do get on with yeah. him. He hasn't killed me yet. You, you sort of get put off at the start when he says he, he's warming up. Yeah. Peter Schmeichel. Yeah, at that, that, that point, I thought we were a getting back into man. Yeah, yeah. But he, uh, he must... He must earn a bit of money on the corporate scene now telling that, that story because he tells it well that just is... when he thought boogle yeah was a funny way of saying it straight in the kite then his kite comes <laughs> along as well ben thorny what a lovely guy what a player what a great story um have you ever been hit in the face with a ball um no but i know a man who has who wasn't that um what's the arsenal captain called patrick, patrick Vieira. no um well, his name was uh, hang on i always forget his name uh odegaard Martin Odegaard. Has he? Isn't he the uh, Arsenal captain? Um, I saw um, something in the press recently. Um, he, he missed three games because he got hit in the face. He got hit in the kite. Right in the kite, right in the bugle. By a ball, right in the bugle. Yeah, if you've got a big nose like I have. I mean, your nose is... Your oh, nose a massive is, nose. Yeah, thank you so much. It's my Roman nose. It's quite big. Actually, I've never... Whose nose is bigger? Yours or mine? Yeah, go to the side. Yeah, you've blocked a bit of light there. Yours is yours is straighter. Mate, I can get two fingers at my nostril. Well, if you're going to challenge me, then I feel like I'm going to try and get two fingers. Can you get two at the other finger, at the other nostril? And now kick a ball at us. Let's see what happens. <laughs> Straight in the bugle. In the bugle. So if you want to let us know how many fingers you can get up your nostrils, <laughs> then just email us. Hello at averagesportsclub.com or just, or just search Sports Club Pod on socials. No, more importantly, you've heard some brilliant stories there. There must be more out there. Yeah. So those details, get in touch about that. Forget the nostrils. No, no, no. Fingers up nostrils. Yeah. Or I've, stories. I've got the channel tunnel for a nostril. What can I say? 
Time now for the niche sport of the week. So far, I have managed to get them all right. You are flying with uh, this. Yeah, absolutely. So this week, as we try and work out what niche sport our mystery guest plays, I'm going to back off and let Geth do all of the work here. I'm just going to maybe <laughs> chip in every now and again. You, this is your moment, Geth. I this was, is your moment for getting it right. I was so close with the archery, so let's just play as a Catapulting. team. Let's say hello to Martin. Hello, guys. How are you doing? Very good. Thank you for joining us on uh, the Average Sports Club with your niche sport. Right, let's get to it. We always start with the same three questions. Sometimes it really works. Sometimes they're absolutely useless. Uh, do you need equipment for your sport? Oh, we do, yes. Oh, are you Welsh? I am. Where are you from? Uh, just north of Swansea originally, living oh. in Pontypri. Pretty shitty city. <laughs> As Dylan Thomas once described it. I liked, I liked about the that Dylan yeah. Thomas? That's yeah. not some of the Dylan Thomas works that I Dylan, know. Dylan Thomas. Dylan. Dylan means um, Mabamore, son of the sea. Okay, FYI. Cool. Great Martin. Welsh fact there. Martin knew that. Do you shout a camarag, Martin? I do. My OJ. Do you shout a camarag? My OJ. My name pen vi mewn. The bleen or heavy. Tustin i the ve on my of an equestrian AC, okay? Tell me about Hungary, didn't it? Mm. I was just saying, what a lovely guy you were. Yeah, yeah I reckon yeah. you are. And I can't believe you've just blown our budget now on the fact we're going to have to get that subtitled. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is the sport that you play, Martin, uh, just north of Swansea there in Pont de Prith, uh, near Sardis Road, I'd imagine, waterborne? It is not. Mm. Does it involve animals? No. There's a few animals down in Pont de Prith that are rugby club. <laughs> I, I tell you that. I've played rugby down in Pont de Prith and they're animals. I'm going to start doing a Welsh accent now by accident. Yes. All man. right, Martin. So how long have you played this sport? I've been playing since 2015. So what's that, eight years now? Eight years now. Okay. Is it a team sport, Martin? Once a year, yes. How what is it a team sport once a year? Unbelievable answer. That's just completely thrown me. Once a year, it's a team sport. The rest of the time, individual. Yeah, well, we'll have one doubles tournament, one team tournament, and the rest of the year it's individual. Oh, God, that's okay. just... So, uh, uh, equipment-wise, like special equipment, any facial equipment, is it a dangerous sport? Not in the slightest. Not in the slightest, but you do have equipment? Yes. And do you use the equipment in one hand, both hands? Where's the equipment used? So you'll hold the main piece of apparatus in both hands. Main, uh, okay. Is it a sword? It is not. Oh. That'd be a weird sport. What if it was, what, they come together once a year for a battle? <laughs> do you, <laughs> do you need a horse? No, there's no animals. No. Oh, yeah. There's no animals involved in it. Oh, sorry, yeah, I forgot. I'm still, I'm still backing off. Well, you, you do look this. like you were coming in. And oh, then I know. I was really struggling <laughs> to stay backed off. I was really trying to stay backed off. Okay, I'm back in. The one time you come together a year, is that for, like, your national tournament? It is for a club's championship. Where is it held? It, the venue changes every year. The last one was he, this year's held in Margate. Margate. Okay. Indoor or outdoor? We play both predominantly outdoor. Predominantly outdoor. Mm, okay. It's like, okay. It's like when you go swimming in a posh place, isn't it? Yeah. You start inside and end up outside. Go out through the little flaps to yeah. go outside. Martin, um, what level do you play this at? Are you national team? Have you ever been a world champion? I've never been a world champion. I have won events at national level. I've played abroad in Sweden. Oh, God. Mostly in the UK for myself. It's bigger. It is bigger on the continent. So it's not a dangerous sport. Is it physical? Uh, it's a less physical variant of a slightly more physical sport. <laughs> what muscles are you using predominantly? 
just your arms, basically. And <laughs> if you, when you're walking around, you, I dare say you'd use muscles in your legs. Walking around. So you're walking around when you're doing this sport and you're just mainly using your arms? Yeah. So it's not Atlas stones? Uh, the special equipment you used, is it ball-shaped? Well, we do have balls that we use, yes. God, I'm so rubbish at this game! Would you play, would the pitch you play on, would you normally play on a sandy, a sandy pitch? No. Does it, does it involve, a, does it involve a jack? No. What about a Dave? <laughs> Terry? Oh, <laughs> uh, we've got Dave's and Terry's that play. Okay. Very mm. good. Does the most famous, does the most famous person from your sport, does he smoke a pipe? He does not. Okay, I was thinking of David Bryant, you know, the famous pipe-smoking bowler. I was thinking of Crown Green oh, Bowls. Well, that's what I was thinking. That's where the jack came from. That's where the jack came from. Okay. <laughs> so is, is this sport derived from another sport? Yes, it's a shorter version of another sport. It's a shorter version of another sport. Is it a throw-in action? No. Oh, okay. So it's not... I was thinking it was going to be Patonk, maybe. Patonk. You've played Patonk, haven't you? Yeah. Um... I was thinking though, javelin, throw in, shot put, discus, anything like is that any anything like that? Is is it any kind of resemblance uh, to that? No. No, it'll be a target based game. Um who what if you were gonna get injured in this sport, what injury do you think you would get? What's the most common injury from this it sport? It sounds like it'd be pretty pathetic if you did. Well, you've never known anyone to get injured. <laughs> when we try it, that'll be the first. I'll somehow manage to injure myself doing right. it. So how many people in a team at the national championships when you join as a team? I'm confused why you have four. an individual. Four. Four. I, I, I'd ignore the team element okay. of it. That's uh... Ignore the team element of it. So it's mainly an individual oh, sport, shit. but you can do doubles as well. So it's like, not like tennis as such. You haven't got like, but it's bought. Is it tennessy? No. It's like paddle, you know, paddleboard's a big yeah, thing. Yeah, paddleboard's pickleball uh, as well. Do you get sweaty at the end of a tournament? So end of a game, you've done what you're doing. Are you ever sweaty? Have done once after a tournament in Cardiff when the air conditioner was broken for an indoor tournament, but that's about it. <laughs> what, so it's what, not a lot of exertion going what, on in this What sport? kind of crowd do you get? What kind of crowd do you get there? Family and friends of people playing. That's about it. Do you say it was ball? Ball. Yeah, I, yeah ball. He said there's a ball involved. It's not like, it's not like balls are involved. Balls are involved. It's not like um, I was thinking. It's um, what do you call it when you flick little bits? Tiddlywinks. Tiddlywinks. That thing. is a thing. That is a thing. You know, that's where I'm going. Oh, with hang it. on, hang yeah. on. Oh, if we say if we say the word tiddlywinks, are, are we in the right sort of area that it is a childhood game brought up into the big leagues? So it is a game that you will have played. Yeah, yeah, I got it. You, have you got more it? We would say children. It, it, Probably more aimed at children. Yeah. On a more on the casual level. Okay. So I think so. It's a smaller version of a larger game. It's not balls, is it? No, I don't think it is. See, I, I actually think I'm wrong because I don't know what the bigger game would be. Uh, I'm actually thinking, Martin, that it's something along the lines of marbles. Funny you say that. A marble would be a legal ball that we can use. However, again, ignore that. A marble would be a legal ball. You could... It's not like the World Cup Plunk Championships, is it? It's not. No, oh, damn it. I'd say the bigger version of the sport would only use one ball. We use different balls. The bigger version of the sport. Is it mini snooker? No. Martin, we're at the point now where we both, we both look really confused. <laughs> so give us a clue then. Give us a clue. So we know you could use a marble 
as a as a as a legal playing device. I'm not sure if this will be too big of a clue. Oh, think about it. In the larger version of the game, the biggest team event has happened very recently. It's the biggest team event is pro- is massive in the bigger version of the game. <laughs> Ball related. Walk around. Okay. Only use your arms. So golf has happened recently. Golf has happened. Golf has happened Rugby recently. World Cup. Rugby World Cup. Um, cricket World Cup. Team face version of it. I'm looking at Martin's face as you say those yeah. things. He's Team face version face. of an individual sport. Individual this sport. is Martin. You have got as more flummox <laughs> than we've ever been in the niche sport of the week. Hang on, Dan. Have you? Well, you know what it is, don't you? Yeah. Come on, Martin. Give us another clue. That's not helped us. You you have mentioned both words that make up our sport. Oh God, Kerr and plunk. <laughs> <laughs> So you, you had the correct sport in one just listed just now. So, the, I, so I said the word rugby. cricket before that. Rugby. Rugby. Um, uh, what, what did you golf. say? Golf. 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 There you go. Golf. Oh, oh hang on. No, 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 Oh. You just stopped me. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't think I'm right now. I was thinking about like, um, Football, golf, you know, and but then it's no. It's You're arms. thinking of disc golf, aren't you? Yeah, it's not disc golf because you won't be using a marble for it. So that wouldn't work. So it's oh, a yeah. mini version of a larger version of the game. So the larger version of the game would be golf. So you would be doing what? Crazy golf. Crazy golf. Is it? Is it crazy golf? Is it crazy golf? It's a discipline. Yes. It's taken so long to get God, to this God. point. Oh, Martin's a talk. Why on God's earth would you use a marble for crazy golf? Yeah, why would you? Because when the way big golfers, as we call them, would use different clubs for different shots, we use different balls for different holes. And a marble, or just a general glass ball, is very good in windy conditions for keeping a straight line. <laughs> that is so that, intense. That is niche. That is so niche. Martin, how did you get into competitive crazy golf? Amazing. Oh, yeah. Back in 2015, I saw an advert on Facebook for the, the indoor course in Cardiff. They were, they were hosting the Welsh Open. But what on earth is this? You know what? I'm not doing anything tomorrow. I'll enter. I'll, I'll pop along. And yeah, I had a blast. So I just kept playing. And Got good. Eight years later, here I am. And what was the last tournament you won? I won the Cornell Open earlier earlier this year. It's, down it's, in it's, it's a bit random though, isn't it? It's like it's very difficult to get good at that, I'd imagine, because you need a lot of luck on the crazy golf that I've played anyway. So crazy golf and mini golf are they're two different disciplines of the game. So crazy golf is when you've got your your moving obstacles, and that can get a bit of a pain in the arse sometimes but ultimately it's it's a repetition game you just you, you learn your, mm. you learn your shot it becomes more of a mental game than mm. a physical game eventually. Uh, yeah we've had various big name golfers take on some of our mini golfers in in one-off games where the likes of Dame Lord Davis has played we've had people from other sports come down to play with us mm. as well like Wayne Marvel. He's played with us. So here's a, here's a question for you, Martin. Here's a question for you. If Tiger Woods came down 
and he sort of turned up at the at the mini golf, the crazy golf open. Mate, he'd clean up in Pont de Prix. Yeah, you yeah. Do you, th- do you think? Do you think you'd be able to beat him? Tiger Woods? No, no, no I wouldn't. Oh, uh, could have said yes for just yeah. the sexual end to this podcast. But if he if he shows up with no practice, he'd struggle. Yeah, yeah. Tiger. We what? all know the lies. What? what uh, another Welsh lad, Sevi Kukielka, played out in America last year and. One of the guys playing there was Justin Thomas, and he was awful at the game. Yeah, yeah. Take, that, take that, Thomas. He has a really Welsh name, you mate. There, what was his name? Sevi. Sevi Kukielka. Yes, he's yeah. proper Pontypridd yeah. name. And his dad named him after the great Severiano Ballesteros. Of course. What? A, well, well, then that's his. That's his future predetermined. Martin, this would be wonderful. If people would like to maybe get involved in competitive crazy golf, how would they do it? Uh, just find us on Facebook, the British Mini Golf Association, or. Head along to the website bmga.co.uk and just get in touch. We'll happily have anybody play any tournaments. Yeah. That's the sport for us, that. Easy. Get down to the Trafford Centre. Dinosaurs are there. There are. It's amazing. Love it. And you can watch the M60 go past, as you put. Uh, just so we get the term- the terminology right. Are we saying mini crazy? What are we saying? What, what are we saying? Mini golf? So it's like fingers and thumbs. Mini golf is everything. Crazy golf is a variant of it. So you have crazy golf, adventure golf and what's called on the continent miniature golf, which is played on oh, concrete right. courses. Final question. Are you good at golf? Normal golf? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> um, Martin, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for taking the time to speak to us at the Average no, Sports Club. Absolute pleasure, guys. Dirkwai. 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 Is that right? Close. Geth, congratulations then. Oh. Not only did you get one right, you insulted all of Wales and most of Pontypridd. <laughs> well, what do you mean? No, what? they'd love that. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. You can do that if you're Welsh. Uh, I'm very, very chuffed. I mean, if that was a quiz and you start off on 10 points and time was running out, I probably would have got one point. I don't think you've he, even got that. He we pretty much told us what it was. Yeah. But the you... idea of using a marble to put with. <laughs> that, that confused me. Is wild. Absolutely yeah. wild. Finding the smallest holes to try and get something in. Again, that's not going to happen down in Pontypridd. And that's it for the Average Sports Club this week. Thank you for joining us. New episode every Tuesday morning. Uh, more from the Average Hall of Shame and more from another niche sport of the week. Bring on the marbles. Let's do contact details before we say goodbye. Hello at averagesportsclub.com. Uh, Sports Club pod on all the socials. Please get in touch. Leave a review. More importantly, come and join the club. Yeah, if you are from Pontypridd and you're offended and we're going to do a one-star review, don't worry. I think Pontypridd sounds wonderful. Neath, I would holiday there. So please give us five stars. We love it. See you next time. Goodbye. Shema. How do I say goodbye in Welsh? Shumai. Shumai. It's not. Holyval. Holyval. You just said hello. Holyval. Say mayonnaise. Mayonnaise. That means that's really nice in Welsh. Oh. Bye. Poppity ping. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.